Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 375. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It is a beautiful day. We have blue skies. The sun is just shining in through the window. It's coming across the room to where I'm sitting right now and it is just so beautiful. We have had lots of gray days recently and started this morning with kind of a rainy, slushy, (laughs) snow sort of mix. And so I'm sitting here so grateful because it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm not sure how long it will last. I am soaking it up while we have it. So what do we talk about today? Um, Yeah, (laughs) where to start? (laughs) I guess I'll just start with a little review, which is always a fun way to start. I went away last weekend with my friend and we had the best time. We just talked nonstop and ate and laughed and played and spent some beautiful time with some friends and walked outside. It was just such a good um, pause and reset button for all of the activity of the mind that I have been in for quite a while. I think along with the whole world. We didn't watch the news. I didn't check my emails. I barely looked at texts and messages. It was so good to put the phone down. I didn't even really take a lot of photographs, which is unusual for me. It was just a beautiful space of quiet, quiet contemplation and connection and I'm feeling very filled up. So we came back from that weekend and went right into a new moon, new moon in Capricorn and Capricorn conjunct Pluto, if I'm saying all these words right. (laughs) I I sometimes cringe for the astrologers who might be listening to me because they're like, oh God, she screwed it up again. How can she not get it right? I I try to gather what I can when I'm reading all the different articles, but it's sort of like, so I see astrology as a map, you know, these beautiful people are translating the stars and the movements of the cosmos into some sort of human description, and they give us this map, and then what? how do we interpret the map, and how do we know where to go with the map? It's kind of like that with directions. You know, I could get a map that tells me how to get from here to downtown and I could tell you and show you the map and then you have to drive it and you have to actually navigate the roads that someone's just told you about or tried to show you an image of. (laughs) You still have to be the one to drive downtown and the best map I give you, if you don't understand it, it doesn't mean shit and you're going to get lost and frustrated and so... I feel like astrology is very much that same um, playground for us. Even the most articulate 
intuitive, beautiful astrologers, their messages can get all mixed up in the minds of the ones receiving the message. (laughs) So please forgive me (laughs) because I know I do not always translate it properly, but I feel like I get the energetics of it and then I, I share that in a way that feels really in alignment for me. So I created um, two videos this week. (laughs) The first New Moon tarot card pull reading video I did not share because after I finished it, I thought, eh, this was more integration in my weekend than it was, you know, a message that needs to go out to the world. And so I made, and it was also the day before the New Moon, which, you know, is really, what do they call that? The dark phase of the moon. It's that time of deep inner work that happens before the new moon moment exactly when we switch into intention setting and moving forward and the next lunar cycle. It's like the one that's just sort of wrapping up, is still wrapping up its stuff energetically inside of us. And I realized that this week, that creating the video before the new moon is actually not serving me (laughs) because... I'm still in my stuff and trying to be a clear vessel or portal when I'm working through my stuff. It, it's so much harder. It just doesn't work as well. So I made a, a second video and uh, it's funny. I even tried to upload that the day of the new moon, like in the evening. What was that Wednesday? It would not upload. My computer kept locking up. The I had to shut the whole thing down, reboot it, try to get the video to run again. Blah blah blah. Like it was such a pain. And then the next morning, I started it before I went to the gym. I was up by the time I got back. Done. <laughs> Energy. <laughs> you would think I would know better by now, but like I still believe I can push through sometimes and master the resistance <laughs> and it knocks me down on my butt again. <laughs> uh, so the second video, I haven't watched it again through yet, but it felt very clear as it was coming through in in the moment. So I trust that it will serve. So if you don't watch those videos, it might be fun for you to go to YouTube or my Instagram account and uh, the New Moon and Capricorn video is awaiting you. There was also a meditation I made that was so beautiful and peaceful. It was very much about soothing our frayed nerves and calming the mind, allowing a pause in in the shifting of gears from the old cycle to the new cycle it was really beautiful. So the link to that is also with the video. And I read something I shared with a client this week that the new moon actually, I think an astrologer wrote this, the new moon is actually the energetic beginning of 2021. That even though we turned the calendar page, there was this residue of stuff that needed to be cleared, moved through, looked at, felt as we were transitioning into 2021. And the new moon was the true sort of turning, centering, and moving forward. And I felt that. I, I believe many have felt that this week, that we've sort of turned a corner. We've turned the page, and now there's this new beginning for us, a new opening 
And we don't know yet what that is. We're all co-creating that. Which leads me right into the theme, the thought, the title for today, which is show me the path. Show me the path. And, and I say that because that has been my prayer, my mantra over the last, <laughs> over my whole lifetime. <laughs> over my whole lifetime, but specifically <laughs> over the past week. <laughs> when I was away with Angie this weekend, that was just the thing I kept saying, like, I want to know what the next 50 years are going to be like. I've done the last 50 and I've done them really well with super intense learnings <laughs> show me the next 50 and let it be more fun and playful and you know expansive without all the hard work you know when does it change direction change gears change energy and so that mantra has carried me through this week as i have been reflecting and journaling i spent quite a bit of alone time um, in this new moon energy really looking at myself in the mirror consciously subconsciously looking and discerning and clarifying um, you know my own patterns my own limitations and also my greatest strengths and my greatest gifts and finding the truth in the middle of all of that finding the space in myself where I know I know where I come from and I know where I'm going. And as long as I as long as I hold in that pure vibration of who I know myself to be, then my path unfolds very clearly and very gently, very um peacefully. Very peacefully. And so that's the vibration I extend or hold or offer in the space today is a, a translation of what I've been experiencing and what I'm seeing and feeling and then different pathways that I can suggest that may resonate with you or may spark an idea of something else and it takes you to your next step. I was thinking earlier maybe the title would be Stepping Stones today because that's sort of how it looks for me. Like one stone presents itself on the ground and so I step onto that one and then another stone in a different sort of direction to the right perhaps will present itself and so I jump onto that stone. Kind of how little children will you know, jump or leap through a little river or stream or dance through the forest they sort of hop from place to place and you're just kind of following behind them that's what it feels like today is a a translation of how the steps present for me which then allows an opening of a new possibility in how your steps present for you so here's a Here's a what? Here's a description of the seeking I've been doing for my path. (laughs) So I know I am, and I keep saying the word so, I'm going to try to not say it as much for the rest of this this meditation, (laughs) this podcast. (laughs) 
I know I'm here to gather communities together and allow this understanding of the mind, body, soul working together here on this planet of Gaia Earth in ways that are learnable, masterable, (laughs) so that many individuals can truly find their own inner mastery of their mind, their body, their soul. Not that it has to look exactly like mine or anybody else's, but that they find their own combination. It's like for Richard Rudd in the uh, Gene Keys, he describes how each individual has a unique combination of Gene Keys that unlocks, taps into their highest potential. And once they have the key to that and it begins to unlock their gifts, their genius is just opened and then the most magical pathway presents for their human journey. I see it as sort of a vision quest. Each, each one of us has our own vision and our own inner seeking, questing for that vision to become clear. And so what is the pathway of that vision quest? For me, teaching, modeling that, uh, guiding individuals into that delights me. And being able to witness when someone figures it out, when they when they get it, and then like the it's like watching in Indiana Jones where they put the final you know uh, jewel into the master design in the stones and all of a sudden the stones start unlocking or like uh, what was the one with Nicolas Cage national treasure and they're down underneath that big church remember at the underground and they put the the flame to the one beginning part of the path and then all of a sudden that flame just goes and the whole cavern lights up and it's like Aladdin's cave with every treasure that's ever been just sitting there and and when the torch lights up the pathway you can see everything and that's what it feels like when we are able to witness awakening or remembering or genius opening flowering inside of another human a soul that's embodied here as a human it's so extraordinary and sacred and beautiful and so of course (laughs) I love that I absolutely love being in that um, co-creation with others and what I have found in my path are all these different ways to do that sometimes it's individual sometimes it's in person sometimes it's over the phone sometimes it's community sometimes it's through my book sometimes it's through the podcast there's all these different ways that I've found where we can, I can support this process and people have these beautiful shifts in who they are. And when I was away this weekend, I was listening to an audio, it was a TED Talk, and in the TED Talk, this woman was describing the same process that I do in my energy gym, the same process, but at a a global level, she was describing doing it in India. And the focus was on malnutrition in children. And she was sharing that they, this group came in and started facilitating dialogue and building trust and collaboration within the community in this one region of India. And the whole focus was to find solutions that were practical, that would actually make a difference and 
and the measurement tool was in stunted growth you know malnutrition you don't have in a body what you need to thrive and grow and have strong muscles and bones and optimal function of all the organs in the brain and the blood and so she they measured the stunted growth in this region so they did this work they tried some things um, I need to go back and re-listen to the audio, but from what I remember, she said, you know, a couple things worked, and most of it didn't. They withdrew their group, but what had happened while their group was there, the communities at a grassroots level had started talking and sharing, and there were three or four recipes, I believe, that specifically contained the foods that had the nutrients that would most serve the children. And so these recipes started to get shared and went from neighborhood to neighborhood. And over time, guess what? That one region only had a massive change in the measurements of stunted growth in children. It started to work because it happened at the grassroots level. And it happened through the community building, the conversation, the sharing of resources, ideas, you know, the collaboration, that's where it started. And she's talking in this TED Talk and fireworks are going off in my head. And I'm literally sitting there going, what? Oh, yes, like this. This is the validation that I've been seeking for my vision quest, for my knowing that I'm on the right path. I don't have to be the one to do all the work around the world, but I can model this process that the process does the work the the flow of energy that comes from that process creates the healing and and it's just how do you how do i you know expand the the work that i'm doing in this energy gym space so that the grassroots starts spreading at more and more of a grassroots level so I'm listening to this audio with my mind blown open and my soul dancing around like, yes, <laughs> yes, this is totally it. And this week I've been, you know, home thinking, planning, processing, <laughs> daydreaming, <laughs> meditating, <laughs> going to the gym, thinking about all of it and, and arriving here, um, to share that with you. Do I have the exact plan of how it's going to work? Not in all the detail, but I am so on my path. I, I know this direction and then this next step and it's going to lead to this next step and then all these things are going to start happening just like in National Treasure with <laughs> everything lights up and then it's just going to be this, this what? this magic <laughs> it's going to be this magic <laughs> and i will be able to enjoy it and and celebrate and witness the the unfolding wow right this is my next 50 years <laughs> holy smokes it's going to be amazingly good so where do we begin what i what i found i was actually reflecting on this in my meditation earlier so the energy gym, we're going to talk a lot about the energy gym next, and I need to clean up the website page. It just doesn't capture what it is, so I need to rewrite <laughs> all of it, <laughs> but 
if you want to look at the webpage and the way it is right now, you can go look at it and it's there. It feels kind of clunky and awkward and heavy. It's not like moving at the speed of light the way that I actually see the energy gym starting to unfold. So there's some, yeah, there's some rewording and redefining that I'll be doing, but you'll get the energy of it here and then you have a better sense of it. Um, so what was I saying? Oh, so the energy gem. Basically, the concept is this. You, I, I have found in my own journey that optimal health for me is when my mind, my body, my soul are in synchronization. My body's strong and healthy. My mind is clear. It's not looping all the time. It has focus. It has direction. It has a, a task that it's you know engaged in and collaborating with. And my soul has space to express. And what my soul expresses, my mind and my body follow. So my soul is the vision. And then my mind and my body are the vessel, the functioning human 3D expression of what my soul is here to offer. And so I have found in my own journey that I can do as much as I can do individually and I do that, and many people do that, but there's this co-creation, this collaboration that is an essential part of being in this human world right now. In order for humanity to evolve as Gaia Earth is evolving, in order for humanity to move to this age of Aquarius vibration, we have to come together. There is a collaborative energy that is forcing right now, forcing humanity to talk, to clear, to share, to articulate, to release, to redefine. This force that I believe is Gaia's energy, Earth's energy, guiding us <laughs> like, okay, little seven billion ants that are running around in my energy field, <laughs> we're going this way. <laughs> and this way is you got to start working together. You got to start learning about each other and loving each other and accepting each other. And so the age of Aquarius is the the path forward. It's where we're it's the destination. Age of Aquarius is like this is where we will be as a humanity. And where we are right now is not yet that. And so what's the path look like to get to that place? Gaia her individual consciousness, the planet in which we chose to come play, her consciousness is the vibration of the path. It's, it's the dirt underneath the stepping stones. It's the water in the river underneath and around the stepping stones. She, she's the energy field of the pathway. But humanity, we are the ones creating the structures, the physical things in this planet, building blocks that are taking us into that new vibration. And as that happens, we're having our own um, shift in our DNA, in our bodies. Richard Rudd, in his book, The Gene Keys, talks about it as a mutation. There's a, a mutation that's going to happen in humanity. I feel like there's a negative energy around the word mutation. I prefer calling it like an up-leveling. There's an ascension in the complexity of the human body. There's a healing 
there's an immunity that we are moving towards where the body is much more of a pure vessel for the soul than it is right now. <laughs> right now, it's kind of like my website describing the energy gym. Right now, our human bodies are kind of clunky, <laughs> awkward, and uh, heavy. <laughs> what were all the words I used to describe the current website page? <laughs> it's the same for our bodies. We're like, <laughs> you know, trying to make it work, force it to happen. <laughs> and and it's even for those who've mastered their body and their bodies are strong and powerful and vibrant and alive is the body talking listening to the soul to the mind or is there this inner friction this inner conflict it doesn't matter if the body is mastered if it hasn't learned how to play nicely with the soul and the mind So I believe optimal health is when all three are in harmony and the highest consciousness is guiding the three, the Trinity, and that highest consciousness is the soul, not the soul in its like, you know, trying to make it happen because nobody's listening, but the soul in this easy uh, flow state that is absolutely aware we're always connected to one consciousness we're connected to the universe we're connected we are source part of source here every one of us comes from that same source so why all the fighting (laughs) right this is the argument of the aquarius (laughs) why do we fight when we're all one (laughs) what is wrong with everybody (laughs) But the fighting, the conflict, the friction is what has created this complex, incredible human experience of earth. And so it hasn't been wrong. It's just now it's time to find an optimal health humanity collaborating with Gaia, listening, marveling at this pathway that she's creating for us and dancing along with her into whatever direction she's guiding us to and source in the midst of all of it so my energy oh I said so again Uh, my energy gym it's called Viv's energy gym but I hardly ever use Viv I just say the energy gym in fact in the energy gym we just call it gym (laughs) we've got a gym call tonight (laughs) gym call today (laughs) Uh, The Viv's Energy Gym is a a virtual space because that is the age of Aquarius. It's a virtual space where we gather in community and talk and share and witness and cheerlead and and describe our own journey with mastering the mind, the body, the soul for ourselves individually. And in that sharing and witnessing of other people, we learn more and more about how we can apply it to our own life, our own experiences. And so the mastery is faster. The, it's deeper. It's more collaborative. It's like the trust building is happening at such a grassroots level 
one individual to another individual and there's a bond that forms because every week you're showing up again and whether you're in your shit or whether you're in your shine or whether you're in your joy or whether you're in your grief like you show up you just share a few minutes and something releases something heals something expands within you and within everyone else in the group it's absolutely incredible it's incredible to me what is happening in that space and how much I'm shifting and expanding and witnessing it with those in the group. And so that pathway, the structure and the processes I've created are uh, replicable and um, I can't think of the word, but where you can multiply it out to lots and lots and lots of it's like the first McDonald's and then you had McDonald's everywhere all around the world whatever that word is for that process where it just like goes viral it's not viral though because I don't mean it in that way but it's absolutely uh, able to be duplicated and strengthened each time each time it's going to multiply replicate new individuals will be coming in which brings new energy into the whole container which just continuously strengthens at the grassroots level this networking that is happening ultimately these these relationships i believe will will create these collaborations that will want to have people gather in physical groups live however often once a year once every couple years two three times a year i don't know for larger gatherings i know it's hard in this moment to believe that festivals will come back and they are starting in some places but i absolutely absolutely believe that we will be having festivals and my vision my big vision is that we will have what I call these Gaia's love festivals. So Gaia's love, the energy I hold here in the podcast, these, you know, translations of my human journey and uh, sharings of conversations in big, big, big gatherings, thousands of people. And we begin with the locations that I write about in that I wrote about in One Day Gaia's Gifts, the energy vortexes that are anchored into the energy field of Gaia through my soul tribe, this collection of beautiful souls that have been playing and dancing with me in my own soul's journey. And so these locations that I identified in that book are specifically anchored into certain uh, places and moments in history where something profound will happen as big groups open that energy portal up. And it's, it's so real to me. <laughs> like, this is the, this is the thing. So when I, when I was listening to the audio with the woman who was describing her vision for India and malnutrition and stunted growth in children, she saw something. She saw a potential that was so real to her that it was worth all the, I mean, I can't even imagine how many hours 
how many tears, how much agony and joy and confusion must have gone into her path to hold steady with that vision and try to articulate it and translate it to all these people that she wanted to involve. And it didn't go in the way she thought it was going to go from how she described it, but it worked. Her vision worked. She achieved the vision. (laughs) And then there's a model for others to replicate. And that's how I feel about Gaia's Love Festivals. I know where they're going to be, the first ones. I know what's going to happen at them. I know the energy portal that is opening at each one as it occurs. And I am, I am clearly saying in this moment, it's, it's beyond words. <laughs> it's beyond expression. It's so good. It's so good. And it's already in the vortex. It's already in the energy field of Gaia. It's already here. It's simply the divine timing where it's going to unlock and the magic and the marvel of those who get to witness and experience it the first time it happens. Like, (laughs) you are going to want to be there (laughs) for the first one and the second one and you won't want to miss it because it's it's just, (laughs) it's going to be so awesome. So when I feel that and know that, it's so um, it's so easy to be in this first step here and just keep doing it, just keep talking about it, just keep expanding it because because I know where I know where I'm going. I know what the vibration is that we're moving towards. Just like Gaia Earth, she knows <laughs> she knows what she knows, and she's just gently guiding us towards it. <laughs> and we're like, no, <laughs> pushing and resisting and putting our feet in the ground and stomping, and <laughs> we like what we have. No, <laughs> and yet the current is taking us there. It's Oh, you guys are going to be so sick of me quoting Phil Collins. The train is coming to carry us home. The tracks are being laid. (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. Okay, so back to the gym. Back to the gym. What has been... (laughs) I need a sip of water. (laughs) So fun. So fun. Okay, back to the gym. What I have discovered for myself is that I'm really in alignment with the mind and the soul and my body. My body needed some work in 2020. I went through a whole period of um, being outside a lot during quarantine and in the summer and then getting really lazy and not wanting to run and eating and drinking more. And then my husband and I both got COVID and so we're home drinking by ourselves. (laughs) I mean, what else are you supposed to do when you've got two weeks and you can't work and, you know, you open up the tequila. So we, we really just chilled. We chilled. And at the end of it, we kind of both looked at each other like, all right, what are we doing? What, what is going on here? And we made a decision to, no matter what, go to the gym. Because, you know, now we've had COVID, so we're germ-free. <laughs> we're immune. <laughs> so we're going to go to the gym. And, and we've been doing that uh, mostly every day, six, five to six days every week since Thanksgiving. And it has been 
so good for both of us, um, so good for me individually to to remember the strength of my body, to remember the, the um, how would I describe it to you? When I focus on the good of my body, the, the gift of my body, the way that my muscles are designed to work with the bones and the way that my heart is intended to pound and breathe and activate this flow of energy and blood through my body. When, when I remember that and I start, start to stretch and push my edges, my comfort zones a little bit, my body becomes more engaged in this movement towards optimal health with my mind and my soul and my mind and my soul are much more honoring of this incredible human vessel that I selected and the the strength I have you know we we tend to forget that we're so strong when we're home on the couch or plane and it's not that plane or couch are bad it's it's that optimal health is your your physical vessel of your body can endure longer and longer stretches of focus and that allows your mind and your soul more capacity more range more time in the intensity of channeling or receiving downloads of light or consciousness or you know whatever your language is you know when you're in flow you know you feel it it's a state of genius and the stronger your body and it's not about going to like bodybuilding competitions that's not at all my intention it's about having my body be strong enough that I can sustain flow states longer and well and also (laughs) I realized this one last night we went over to see um, Brad's granddaughter and oh my gosh it was so much fun I ran around and played (laughs) we just played and I had so much stamina I couldn't believe it she was like she was getting winded a little bit before I was I mean she still outran me but I was able to keep up like that's pretty impressive (laughs) so it's not only for my own flow state it's for me to have more fun and play longer with those who have way more energy than I do. <laughs> okay. So there's multiple benefits to going to the gym. But what I have found, I'm really digressing in different ways today. What I have found for myself is strengthening my body is also showing me the increase in capacity of my vision, the increase in capacity of my mind. And and it takes a stronger body for me to expand into this next phase of what I'm here to do. Because my body runs a lot of energy. And if I deplete my body and then try to run a lot of energy as I hold space for people, my body gets depleted and I'm going to get sick. And that's not a path I want to be on. The next 50 years are about joy and play and expansion and, and collaboration, not sickness, not illness. And so the strengthening of my body is supporting the mind and the soul and I'm sharing all of this so that you have 
ways to articulate it in your own journey. You have a different perspective perhaps on health than what is talked about in mainstream media. You are empowered to understand your own mind, body, soul, perhaps in ways you haven't had the words for before. Okay, so the gym. Up until now, the vibration of the gym. Is this true? This feels true. The vibration of the gym has been very feminine because that's the energy I've been mostly holding and expressing in my own life. Very feminine, very uh, motherly and, you know, hugging and supporting and cheerleading. And the people who have come into the space are a match to that. And so we've built this incredibly powerful feminine container. What I am aware of, what I am feeling as the next uh, level of expanding, you know, strengthening the container, the work of the gym, is to begin integrating, holding space for more of a masculine energy and starting to find ways over time where we're weaving those together and and eventually there will be no division or separation or even definition of masculine or feminine. It will just be energy. It, it will be energy with no division in it. Just like right now, humanity has all these separations and divisions and eventually we will be one humanity where we have one voice, one consciousness, one flow together and so (laughs) I say so way too much (laughs) this morning in my meditation as I was pondering what what's the next step show me the path for the gym what is my next creation or expression within this gym container because I know the gym is the pathway for healing and the pathway towards these gatherings, these festivals, the opening of these energy portals. And as I was just sitting, meditating, pondering, I was like, oh yeah, of course, we need a guys group. We need a masculine energy container so that we can start, um, so that I can start understanding that energy in a new way. And weaving it more into the overall gym community space which means (laughs) we are going to have a men's group in the energy gym and I have a few people already in mind but I'm sharing it here we're going to start with a small group of eight and it will be Sunday nights eight o'clock eastern time here in the United States We begin the first weekend of February, and we'll go for three months, February, March, April, and we'll see. We'll see how it flows. We'll see how it feels. We'll see what starts to shift, what starts to happen, and how it mingles with the energy of the container and impacts the feminine classes and how the feminine classes weave energy indirectly into the masculine class, and we're going to see what it is, and 
I will be on those calls. They'll last for an hour, so Sunday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Um, I will hold space. I don't even want to say facilitate. I'm going to witness. I'm going to show up and hold space and witness and maybe ask a couple guided questions or offer reflections if there is value to my reflections which I won't know until I get the feedback if there's value. It's much more about community building, trust building, collaboration within the eight men who decide this is, this is the next step for them. This is their uh, facing their fears within the vision quest of their own human journey. And what I know is, is this. My spaces, the communities, the containers I hold are so sacred and safe and just filled with love, filled with grace. There's no agenda of a goal (laughs) for the three months. It's just a time frame to help form the container. It might continue after that. It might not. It might expand. We might add more people. We might have a waiting list. I, I don't know. I don't know, but the first step is to begin and allow that new conversation to begin within those eight men. Uh, A space where each Sunday night they are able to be present with each other, with their own journey, be witnessed, um, just sharing, you know. It'll take some time to build trust. I would imagine maybe even that is a limitation. But it takes, it takes a few weeks to settle into a new group and be excited about showing up. <laughs> Usually at first you're like, it's like me going to the gym. It's like, oh God, I don't want to go. But I know I went yesterday and I know I want to go tomorrow and I know where I want to be. So I've got to get up today and go. And then once... I get to the gym in the morning, my blood starts moving and, you know, my heart's beating and I'm listening to my favorite songs and I'm seeing all these other people who are also motivated and, you know, focused on their own health. And it's like, we're all going at a girl, at a guy, like, you got this. (laughs) And that keeps me going back. And, and in the process, I'm becoming stronger. That's how I see the energy gym already. It's how I experience it already. And opening this, this private space for these eight men feels like the next step um, for them and also for this community. So yeah, I'm going to work on rewriting the gym page and articulate this. Um, perhaps even put this podcast link. Listen to Star. <laughs> Someone came to the door or there's a squirrel. <laughs> I don't know which. Maybe both. <laughs> he's so fun he liked by the way being the star of last week's podcast (laughs) he's been such a good boy this week I can just tell he's like yes (laughs) I was the main character in last week's podcast (laughs) I mean there's a reason his name is star (laughs) I believe when I go to the festivals he's going to be there and so many people will be like it must be a person at the door you can hear him (laughs) someone's here but I'm busy he will be the star at the festival. He's going to be the one that, you know, little kids and adults go, I know you, you're star. <laughs> it, it kind of like Scooby-Doo. He's going to have this presence as he walks around the festival. And, you know, people will go, we know you, you're star. Let me pet you. 
<laughs> Let me take you to the bathroom, Star. <laughs> and I'll be so happy. <laughs> uh, okay, but back. Coming back to here and now. <laughs> That's like in the future. <laughs> My future glory days where others are taking Star to the bathroom. <laughs> I love that little guy. <laughs> we have quite the relationship, but I really do love him so much. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I will be rewriting the page and describing all of this. If you, if you already know this is for you and you are a guy listening to this, I encourage you to sign up right away, even if the page is still awkward and clunky, and name what you are stepping into and just say, I am, I am one of those eight and I am ready to start this vision quest. And then we will close it as soon as the eight fill up and then start a waiting list. And then let's see, let's see what, what shifts and how this movement, uh, this new flow impacts everything else and yeah it's it's really exciting to feel into okay so to wrap us up i have a card i'm going to read for us which was the last card that i pulled in my quiet space for the new moon it was um it's from the mystical shaman oracle deck it's called the vision quest and it's card number 60. I will post the picture of it uh, when I share the link to today's podcast episode. I'll post a picture of it on Instagram uh, with the link to the podcast. So, yeah, there's a lot of energy in the image that is worth looking at. If you're not on Instagram, that is where I will be from here moving forward. YouTube, I'll post my videos, but... Instagram is where I will be investing my time and my energy and um, the conversations will be happening there. So if you're not on Instagram, I encourage you to perhaps consider setting up an account in this new year. That is where I believe flow is going to carry us. It's more into visual images, which is what Instagram focuses on. Um, It's much more of an inspirational energy to me, at least the way I experience it right now than Facebook is. And so, so I'm moving over. So that is where to find me. Okay, here's what it says. The Vision Quest, number 60, from the Mystical Shaman Oracle Guidebook. The Essence. In the Vision Quest, you face your fear, embrace your mortality, and then meet face-to-face with spirit. When we feel stagnant, a Vision Quest brings our lives into perspective. We realize our flaws, our potential, and the opportunities life is now offering us. We remain on a vision quest until we find the key to open a new door or write a new chapter in our lives. The invitation. Find clarity by spending time alone in nature. If you live in a city, go for walks in a park. If you live in the country, make sure that you spend time outside in contemplation. Get off the couch, get away from your desk, go outside. Spirit helps those who help themselves. So set your intention and ask nature for a guiding vision for your life. The medicine. Spirit has been trying to contact you, but received no answer. You are too busy with your life and there is too much noise inside your head. Do not miss the call again. Make room for quiet time this evening. 
allow yourself to become bored for a little while and you'll be able to hear the important message trying to get through. How about that? And then it shows this figure standing on a ball, like balancing on this big ball. And behind this figure is this huge full moon. And this figure is like almost a ballerina dancer, but you can see like the muscles and the strength of the body. And then all these blue and orange and yellow markings, a big heart right at the chest that's open and her arms are spread wide. Her right leg is up. So her knee is like moving her forward and she's got her head back, but her knee forward and her back arched. It's so incredible. And all the colors and the patterns that are just flowing from her movement. It's like there's wings between her back and her outstretched arm. It's absolutely incredible. And her eyes are closed. I yeah, it looks like they're closed, but she's just head straight up to the universe. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's do this thing. So that card is what inspired the, the title for today of Show Me the Path. It's my own prayer, and I believe it's a universal prayer. Show Me the Path. I was watching Santera's videos each morning this week as I've been at the gym. I put on one of her Taurus playlists because I just realized I have all this Taurus energy. Thank you to my friend Jan. <laughs> I'm so excited. So I've just been diving into the stories for Taurus. And part of what San was sharing in the one I watched today was, you know, this idea of stepping stones, pathways, presenting, laying out for us what's next. And it's what she does for me when I watch one reading each morning. She gives me the next step because that's how quickly I'm moving right now. This next step to this next step to this one. And her validation, it's like my own community in a sense in this moment. Her cards, her guides that speak through her cards are validating what I know my next step is and encouraging me to take each next step. And so the path is being shown. Allow all that I shared in this podcast to, to guide your path and trust what you see, what you feel. And then go for it. Go for it. <laughs> New moon, Capricorn, conjunct Pluto. There's some good shit happening. Go for it. Okay, I am headed over to our gym call, which starts at noon today, and just feeling so at peace, so at peace with my path and all of the beauty that is happening. So I wish you a beautiful weekend, and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. 
I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.